Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Hello. Welcome to this week's episode. Hello. I am a little bit ill, so we'll see how it goes. I'm currently like on the lem sip at the moment. So yeah, uh, that is for any of you who have actually come back after how awful last week's episode was. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully people are actually listening to us this week. Yeah. yeah, if you can stand for it to get worse, because apparently it gets worse. Yay! <laughs> so. Oh, not as bad as my tan that everyone's laughing at. The oh moment. my god! If you've watched Friends <laughs> and like the episode where Ross gets his tan, it's like that after like the second or third time. Yeah, <laughs> Becca sent me a um, sort of like gif with where did you get your tan? Did you go to the sun? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it will settle down. It's like literally an hour, an hour like sprayed on that's your it. toddler child would not come to you he was scared of you <laughs> like, where is my mother what have you done with her <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah once you've had a shower you've washed like the purpley stuff off like it'll look good yeah well just don't go back anytime soon <laughs> i mean hopefully it looks and settles lovely yeah. and i do go back <laughs> i don't think a tan would suit me i'm so pale yeah, right. but yeah, I mean, I am normally pale, but mm. I I don't think I've ever like seen you with a tan. No, so I can't imagine you with like, one. I just do not tan, and I don't know so Irish in us. Yeah, <laughs> like you kind of suit getting a tan, if that makes sense. Like you, like, this isn't going to make sense, but you like dress like somebody who gets a tan you dress like kind of summery and a dress summery like, and girly, girly and, and do my makeup and my yeah, eyelashes and, exactly yeah. like whereas with me it would just be like okay i'm just here a bit browner yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah oh right i get think we're delaying getting on no. this again we do um, this a lot for people who've chosen to do a true crime podcast we're like do we have to do we have to talk about the murder <laughs> let's just do a like, chat podcast yeah, instead exactly <laughs> that's uh, why when we start up a patreon one day we, we will like, have a chat yeah, we hook people in to just be like okay we hooked you in with true crime now, now we're listen just gonna to us chat yeah bonus episode just us chatting <laughs> Oh, so last week, obviously, this is week two of the Ken and Barbie Killers. Um, so last week we covered Carla, Hamolka and Paul mm, Bernardo's yeah. childhoods. If you did not listen, I really don't want to tell you to, but you should go back. You kind of need to go back and listen yeah. to it, but you, you won't it's want not going to be a fun ride. No, you will not want, you will not thank us for going back to it, but you should if you have not listened to it yet. So yeah, <laughs> we covered their childhoods, um, we covered Paul and Carla meeting... Um, we yeah. went through Paul's horrific string of rapes, which seemed never ending. Oh my god, it did. Just, yeah. It got difficult for me to comment because I was just so, like, depressed and yeah. just like, another it was one. just another one. And another, and another one. one. It was like, oh my god, I've run out of energy to talk about this. Like, I ran out of energy, somehow he didn't. But, like, <laughs> I don't. You just got going. I know that was really tasteless, but. Powered by Duracell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh dear. 
Um, and yeah, so we finished with Carla getting told by Paul that he was the Scarborough rapist and her thinking that that was cool. Oh, she was like, oh, awesome. Trait that you want in your boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and uh, he'd also been um, sort of, he'd spoken to the police, but they didn't think it was him because he was charming and well have, put together. I am so sorry to stop you. I just have a tiny little um, caterpillar. caterpillar on my finger. Oh my God. Okay, well, I'm going to go and put, put that, that outside. outside and then come back. <laughs> Don't kill the caterpillar. <laughs> I just felt something like tickle my finger. Like, where? Ah, so yeah. Um, now, Paul and Carla had been dating sort of a couple of months um, mm. when Paul started pressuring Carla for anal sex because he didn't like the fact that she wasn't a virgin when he met her. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was something that he liked. Um, and why he went after such young victims yeah. later. With his track record, I'm surprised it was several months before he started pressuring her, to be honest. Yeah, it's obviously <laughs> learning and yeah. sort of being an abuser, better in grooming. And, yeah. But she didn't seem to mind anyway. Um, mm, but she but, didn't want to do the anal sex. Yeah. Um, but also, sorry, Paul, were you a virgin when you met her? Because um, it's a bit <laughs> hypocritical. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, no, but. It, it, Paul, it's fine for the man. It's it's the woman of has course. to be all chaste and virtuous, but also like a sex goddess at the same time. Yeah, who will do whatever he wants in bed. Yeah, and know how to do everything perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So ah, incel Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Sal. Neckbeard Paul. <laughs> um, so over Christmas, he started upping the pressure again for the anal sex, um, telling her that he deserved a virgin and that he wouldn't love her if she didn't have anal sex for him. Oh, wow. Yes, he went there with it's it. It's depressing that this didn't result in her instantly telling him to fuck right exactly. off. Exactly, but no, she, um, after he told her that he wouldn't love her, she agreed, apologised, um, and they settled on a weekend in February to go to Paul's they, house. They, like, fucking scheduled it. They in. scheduled it in for a time when Paul's parents wouldn't be at his house. Okay. Yep. That's <laughs> just that just that makes me feel really weird. I but, don't okay, understand like... people that schedule sex. Like, no. Oh, sorry. It should be spontaneous and fun. Yeah. Not... Okay. <laughs> well, we've got this weekend free, and like, <laughs> what? What are we doing at six fifteen? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, so yeah. Okay, um then. So the weekend that they'd scheduled came around um, and Paul just had Carla at his house all to himself and he wanted to make the most of it. So he started off by instructing Carla to put her wine a wine bottle up herself like he did with Lucy. Oh, lovely. Yeah, obviously. Some odd predilections. He did. Um, After that... He had the scheduled anal sex with Carla. Right, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, you can't, like, change the schedule. <laughs> you can always change the schedule. <laughs> Say no, yeah. people. Please, change the schedule. <laughs> um, and he also put black electrical cable around Carla's neck and ah. held the tip of his knife against her throat. So, obviously, he's getting into that whole... Yeah, like, I'm as we see, kind of assaulting you and raping you. Yeah, how of. he does sort of what he likes to do when he's raping mm, people lovely. sort of the complete power and control god um, yeah i mean just as an aside even if you've scheduled things in if you change your mind you can say no you can consent say can no. be withdrawn at any time people. that's why i don't get did you hear when they were talking about 
they've like people have spoken about before just like oh god how can you prove that someone was raped or mm. not and so on and they're just like well what you should do is you should have a contract that both oh, of you yeah. sign before you have sex well, like you could still like, change your but you can still change your fucking mind yeah and so that could then be used as a way to rape somebody yeah deliberately because uh, it's no like, your honor look here she agreed to do it all yeah because fucking twat because there was like at some a while ago someone a country i can't remember which country it was i think one of the scandinavian ones though yeah. i might be wrong they had like an app okay. where you could like consent consent that yeah is, but you how do you withdraw it just whip your phone out in the middle of it and just Pretty like no i'm not consenting that anymore. was why it didn't catch on because again people were like yeah, but then people can use it as proof of consent yeah. even if you have withdrawn it it's like so. that have you seen the really good tea analogy for like if i want a cup of tea yeah yeah like if really you force good. someone to have a cup of tea you're being kind of people can yeah. choose to stop drinking their cup of tea after yeah. you have made it for them exactly yeah <laughs> i like uh, that cartoon it just puts it in such a good really perspective good. it's really yeah. good for like teenagers and things as yeah. well i look at everything from an education <laughs> viewpoint now so <laughs> Yeah. Oh, anyway. But anyway. Um, so after they'd had their scheduled sex session, um, <laughs> later on in 1988, so sort of the, they had the scheduled sex that February, didn't they? So mm-hmm. then later in the year, um, Paul wanted Carla to start wearing a dog collar during sex, just as a bit right. of a tidbit there. Okay. Um, she refused used yeah. which is when paul hit her for the first time ah you know mm-hmm. better way to make someone wear what you want than by smacking them about yeah um but it worked with carla because after that oh. she went and bought the dog collar wow. and surprised paul with it oh god so after that paul obviously knew that even if he hit her she wouldn't leave mm-hmm. um so he started hitting and kicking her more often yeah um, and took to calling her a bitch and a cunt in front of her friends and his friends. Really? And none of the friends said anything? Nope. Although, to be fair, I remember once visiting my ex in Cornwall at their military base and having them treat me awfully and basically kicking me out at about 10 o'clock at night, pretty much because they were angry. In Cornwall, where we were like a seven-hour drive away. Yeah, it's not like you yeah. can just drive home at that no, time. No, in front of all their friends at the pub and me just sitting there crying and no one said anything. So No one came and checked on you nope. or offered to drive you? Nope. Oh, my God. Yeah. But they always seem to hang out around with scummy people yeah, themselves. People who, and... End up, people who, even if they're silent because they're uncomfortable, they take that as affirmation yeah. that it's okay. And you get people that do, they go, well, I'm not condoning their behaviour because I'm not mm-hmm. like agreeing with it. And it's just like, but your silence yeah. is condoning it. If you're, not at, if you're not speaking against it, you are condoning yeah. it. Yeah. So I guess I can believe that in a really depressing yeah. way. Um, so, um, it was then 1989 is the next sort of thing of note, really. Um, and at this point, Carla was due to graduate, oh, excuse me, due to graduate high school. Um, now she'd always wanted to be a vet. I keep forgetting she's, she's in, in fucking high school. high school. Oh my God. Yeah, this is all happening while she's in high mm-hmm. school. Now, she'd always wanted to be a vet, hence, yeah. like, the job at the pet shop, and um, she'd got the job at the veterinary clinic, mm-hmm. um, and 
when she was talking to Paul, she told him that actually she changed her mind and she wanted to sort of study criminology and okay. that instead of pursuing vet school. Right. Um, and he did not like that at all. Um, huh. You know, being the controlling arsehole that he is. Yeah. So he was determined to convince her not to pursue a career in sort of criminology or law. I guess probably because it might... Actually, actually alert her to the fact that he's a bit of an arsehole. Yeah, you know, could Murder. be pretty hard to ignore what he's doing when you're putting people away for doing that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he managed to convince her not to pursue it. Um. She gave up that plan and instead planned to focus on staying at home and starting a family. Oh with my god! The whole yeah. like, no, no, my woman has to stay at home for yeah. me. And, you know, with cycle of abuses and that, sort mm-hmm. of, you, they will sort of punish you for not doing what they want. And then when you do switch and do what they want, they reward you. Yeah. It's exactly what Paul did. He gave her a pre-engagement ring. I just never to... understand a pre-engagement ring. No, surely ring. you're engaged or you're yeah. not. Like, either commit or don't. If you're committing to commit, that's committing. That's committing. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. But he gave her this pre-engagement ring mm. and when Carla was questioned by friends over sort of the amount of control they'd noticed Paul was starting to have mm-hmm. on her Carla turned around to them and told them not to worry because a woman's control is in the house and so when they get a house together that'll be her domain right god yep. this like the this view the pre-engagement ring like all of that is just kind of painfully indicative of just how young she is yeah, right. that's and how easy so to sort of young and like teenage control kind of, and manipulate yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, just sort of like a dog with a bone that you're hanging in front yeah. of them, isn't it? Just like, oh, you're being good, you get a pre-engagement ring. If you keep on being good, you'll get an engagement exactly, ring. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that December, um, two months after their two-year anniversary. Um, Paul sort of followed through with his promise and him and Carla got engaged at Niagara Falls. Oh. Because obviously they live near to Niagara Falls. if only they'd both slipped over the edge. And fallen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it kind of sucks as well because I'm sorry, that would be probably a really cool place to get engaged. So they don't deserve that at all. I think I'd find it terrifying, but yeah. Yeah, I don't like heights or... No deep water or anything. (laughs) Here am I planning a honeymoon to Yosemite, and I'm like, bears freak me out. But yeah, (laughs) and you're wanting to do like rock climbing without any ropes or like bouldering bouldering. is safe-ish. But that's thing we bolder anyway, so we know how to do that. What if you fall and crack the back of your head? You should have bouldering mats, but how are you going to take a bouldering mat with you? in the real world like overly safe but then that's why you do risk assessments and you only do stuff that you're comfortable with and that's why i like bouldering because for the most part it's not as high up as like rock climbing and because i don't like heights it's like perfect good in between yeah but yeah still actually dangerous in practice (laughs) but it will be so cool to be like yeah we went to yosemite and we went to like a national park and we went bouldering outside and we maybe saw a bear and didn't get eaten by it hopefully not (laughs) yeah (laughs) otherwise we'll never know (laughs) yeah i mean then you'll have your next episode like lined up what's happened to my sister (laughs) (laughs) oh anyway um 
So Paul and Carla got engaged. And mm. Paul has to step up his wankiness because that's <laughs> you what they do. to step up his wanking. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Where is this going? No, just just his wankiness. <laughs> um, he told Carla that he believed it was okay for a man to have more than one woman. Right. Carla strongly disagreed with this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hardly the whole battered woman thing, is no. it? These are the things you discuss before you commit to someone. You're like, okay, what are your wants in life? How do you <laughs> feel about stuff? Do you? What are your views on an open relationship? Yeah. Like, I'd quite like one. How are you about that? Yeah. Mm. Um. So, yeah, Carla was just like, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Um, she told Paul that she, that that's her line. She'd okay. break up with Paul if he ever had another woman like okay. that. Um, right. So Paul then asked, well, what about a threesome? Okay. <laughs> He's really pushing this on me. Um, Carla was just like, yeah, no, still not keen on that. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paul finally asked, well, what about if you dress up as someone else? Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Wait, was it Paul's mum or Carla's mum who um, had the threesome? Carla's mum who Carla's suggested mom. the threesome because um, yeah. of her husband having a mistress. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if Carla knew about that and that kind of like also yeah. coloured her views Maybe. but um, then as we see later on she, she doesn't care about that no later. she doesn't really give a shit no so Carla did agree to dress up as someone else um, and they settled on uh, Carla's sister Tammy her younger sister her younger sister her like child sister yep who was like 14-ish 15 as you do yep I mean sure Fuck, yeah. I think I'd definitely leave Troy if he was like, could you dress up like Elle? Yeah, like, um, j- just no. this once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck off. Maybe not. No. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And also, it's quite interesting that her she's like, no, I'd break up with you if you slept with a random stranger. But yeah, no, fuck me as my sister. That's cool. What the actual hell? Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, I definitely need to, don't ever need to worry about Troy running off with you ever because he's already <laughs> said that you'd be far too high maintenance for him. I'm not high maintenance. <laughs> I think people have this preconception that I am because I mm. have bleach blonde hair, I tan, I do pole and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not high maintenance. I will also go and get like completely muddy and not care about how I oh, look yeah. or do. Not like necessarily, I mean, you're definitely a lot more glamorous than me, <laughs> but like. You're, you have extensive tastes. I don't though. <laughs> well, I thought I had that's an expensive taste. All of your whiskey. Okay, um, but that's just like a treat that I buy with my own money. Your wedding is like polar opposite of mine and Troy's. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not Josh giving that to me because that's what I want. That's what we both wanted. Yeah. It's not. I mean, both of you have expensive <laughs> tastes. I don't think we do. I think we're quite you have, like, down to earth. Fancy sofa with like USB ports <laughs> in it and stuff. Like <laughs> you have Okay, um, but we're also like that bit older than you and we yeah. have both sort of struggled and had all the second hand yeah. furniture. I mean yeah, you and... don't do stuff that you can't afford. And, and like and, if you can afford it and yeah. you want it, go for it. Yeah. But, and like, we've also made do with like yeah. second hand furniture and going oh, yeah. out and You don't like live outside of your means. No. But like yeah, if you've got the money and you like that sort of stuff, like treat yourself. Yeah. But I guess I uh, like what I'd spend my money on is like different to you guys at the same time. So a horse. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean have uh, a to horse. be fair, I think a horse <laughs> is quite an expensive fancy taste. True. So <laughs> but 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. We digress. <laughs> Before there's like a rift in the podcast is no more. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get back to Carla being completely happy to be her sister. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she started dressing up as her sister, wearing mm-hmm. her clothes while her and Paul would fuck. Did her sister not wonder where her clothes were? Like, like, she how just did like, they borrowed, nick like, her stuff? That's well, weird. Because they were living at that house. Oh, I guess, yes, yeah, she so was. So if I just like borrowed one of your tops, would you notice if you weren't planning on wearing it? Yeah, like, I I'm not going not. to. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I guess when we did live together, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. But yeah, so she'd dress up as her, but she'd also role play as her. And, like, say, oh, I'm Tammy. Hope that Carla doesn't know about us, Paul. What the fuck? Yep. Oh, my fucking God. So, Paul was happy with that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Paul and abusers. Yeah, the novelty wears the, off. Yep. They need more. And... Um, so, it wasn't long before he told Carla that he wanted to have sex in Tammy's room now. Ew. Yep. So, they used to then have sex in Tammy's bed Poor when she wasn't kid. there. Yeah, hopefully. I hope so. Poor kid. Um, then he progressed to masturbating onto Tammy's pillow. Ew. And Did then, they not... Surely they can't have just left that. That's I don't know, a because bit noticeable. he also told Carla that one night he went into Tammy's room while Tammy was there oh, and asleep, no. oh, no. wanked while watching her and ejaculated onto her pillow next Ew. to her head. Yeah. yeah. So Wash your pillowcases, people. I don't know... <laughs> how you wouldn't notice that when no. you woke up I suppose maybe she she was 15 she yeah, hadn't had sex it is, but she you... may have just thought she'd dribbled or... that's true ugh yep ugh. just vile that is horrible yep I think in a really horrible like the only saving grace with all this that makes me feel a bit better is she, she never, never knew. knew yeah she never yeah. knew about any of this stuff um ugh. not as a spoiler but yeah so ugh. That's you'd think would be the worst of it, but you'd it, wish. you you yeah. would you'd hope it never even went there. Yeah, um, but no, with Paul, everything had to keep on escalating. Mm-hmm. Um, he then told Carla that well, maybe he should take Tammy's virginity and show her how to have sex properly. What the fuck? Now, bear in mind, Carla had said earlier, "No, if you sleep with someone else, I'm leaving you. Yeah. That's my line." She didn't break up with him at this. Um, mm-hmm. Instead, that summer in July, um, Carla cooked one of Tammy's favourite dishes that okay. she'd cook for Tammy often, which was spaghetti. So I'm guessing like spaghetti bolognese. Oh, okay. or... I don't get people having that sort of thing as a favourite dish. No, I... It's really boring. <laughs> like, not not <laughs> that I am insulting people who like spaghetti bolognese. Like, I like it. I mean, I don't like the spaghetti. I have the bolognese mix and then, like, yeah. garlic bread or baguette with it. Yeah. And cheese. Oh, My favourite is still charcuterie board. Mm. I do love lasagna. Toad in the Hole is one of my favourites. No. Oh, I, I don't love... like the batter. Oh my god, that's one of the best bits. <laughs> I like, like the crispy bits. Yeah. But... <laughs> I love stew and dumplings as well. I do like stew. Or like a really good pie. Oh, but... I've not had a pie in ages. No. We've got... No, tonight we're doing pork with pear and red onion. Oh my god, In yum. like a skillet. And then tomorrow we're doing fake Nando's. Oh my god, I love fake Nando's. Yeah. Oh, because it is mum's birthday today, mm. we're going over later. Shout out to mum who won't be listening to this. Yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we are doing palak paneer. What is that? And a curry? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh. It's kind of like, um, 
Well, it's Indian, obviously. Yeah. But it's sort of... Uh, you, we have like little garlic uh, naan breads, sorry, Ooh. and then there's the paneer, which is done in this like um, spinach puree Lovely. sauce thing, and then there's like spiced chickpeas with it as well, and like pomegranate seeds, and you that. like do it all like kind of build it like on your plate, and yeah, gyros, yeah. So it should be so good. Anyway, oh. I think because I said it's getting worse, we're just trying. I'm to trying to just ignore it. <laughs> delay. Also, I'm hungry. I always turn up hungry. Yeah. Because so, I do my students' session and then I come straight here. Yeah, we record sort of late afternoon. Yeah, and, so um, I like cycle straight over from doing an English session <laughs> and then I don't have the time to eat. No. So I just like ate an orange sneakily whilst I was listening. So. I've not um, eaten today yet. I need to. Yes, you do. I It's because I ate late last night because I did the boot camp. Mm. But um, it was so killer last night. I have not sweated that much in ages. <laughs> I thought I was going to be sick at one point. Oh, my God. And it was core and abs day ah, yesterday. So, yeah. Great. But, it, you know, summer's coming up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you definitely know it with your tan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> summer's Looks like here. it's been summer for years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I summer on the sun. You're like Game of Thrones. It's like, oh, the long summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, so... Mm, Jumping back in, um, Carla, as we said, cooked Tammy her favourite dish, the spaghetti. Um, She then decided that she would spike the spaghetti with Valium, which she had gotten from work at the vet. Okay. Oh wow. Um, Tammy obviously passed out. Okay. Um, So then, Paul, does Valium make you pass out then? Yeah, it can do if you have too much. Oh, okay. It's like a sedative, isn't it? So too much. I suppose. Yeah, I kind of just associate it with people getting high. (laughs) (laughs) No, Tammy was not high. She was knocked out. Mm -hmm. Um, Paul then started to rape her. Lovely. But because it's Valium, like you recover from it quite quickly, it goes out your system. Um, So she started waking up. So he stopped and I don't know, redressed or just like chilled out. Or hey, Tammy, like okay. so yeah, like off like it's quite interesting because obviously a lot of people know the, what happened at Christmas with Tammy, mm-hmm. but it's not often mentioned that they'd already tried sort of that summer. No, it well, had succeeded really. Yeah. yeah, that's oh my god. Um, she must have known something was not right. Like that's yeah. gonna hurt, and like you're gonna. F- yeah, feel like You'd think something. So. Like, but I guess if they're just like, you don't know. What's yeah. Wrong, like, and they you're not she obviously know. trusted them. Yeah, and... you're not going to think. Yeah, you're never going to think that's happened. No. But poor girl, because she must have yeah. been really like confused, confused and disorientated, upset and, and yeah, yeah, and like sort of wondering what's going on with herself. Yeah. Hmm. So over the rest of that summer as well, Paul continued to experiment with sedatives, mm-hmm. um, and he did this with Tammy's friends when they came over. He'd like what? crush pills up and stuff and put them in their drinks and so on. So he could have just, like, fucking killed them. Yeah. Just because he's just, like, there pissing about, like, experimenting. The only reason why he stopped was because one of Tammy's friends noticed a white powder in her drink and sort of made a fuss about it. Yeah. Good girl. Yeah. (laughs) So he stopped. But, yeah, it's just like, what the fuck? Jesus. So, like, what? Her friends were just, like, fucking passing out and stuff. I don't know if he gave them enough of them to pass out or what. So, like, what was he even experimenting with? I don't know. Surely the only... Well, to him, I'm not saying they are worthwhile, but worthwhile experiments to do would be to get them to pass out. Yeah, otherwise, you're just he was trying and they just didn't. Mm. 
or because he wanted his like sex slaves, <coughs> didn't he? Seeing at what point they'd be compliant, yeah, that's but still true. awake, and yeah. what point would they get lapse in memory? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So after the summer, um, fast forward to the twenty third of December. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Carla had decided, like it's hers to fucking give, that she would give Tammy's virginity to Paul for a Christmas right. present. But they've already raped her. Yeah, like, but okay, not Paul, properly. you didn't like finish, yeah. in your opinion. Yeah, but that like, takes them over an hour. You fucking, <laughs> you fucking, you've still raped her. Yeah, like, oh. but not enough for him. No. So it's never enough for Paul. <laughs> Paul and Carla um, crushed up some sedatives that Carla had again got from work, mm-hmm. um, and they made a round of drinks for her family. Um, mm. It obviously so, spiked. So is this at Tammy's now? Eggnog. Yeah, it's twenty third yeah. of December. So they're having like a Christmas party. Yeah. Um, Tammy, um, her her parents had sort of let her have a couple of eggnogs and rums mm. like mixed together. Never had eggnog. I it's really lovely. want it. I, I really, love it. Oh, it sounds really it good. Really Troy good. thinks it sounds awful. No, but it's amazing. Like it just the idea of it is so Christmassy and cosy. Like mm-hmm. I really want to try some. I love an eggnog latte this Christmas. Christmas. We need to we need to make have some. some. Yeah, and watch Elf. <gasps> yeah, like, hopefully we'll have forgotten about this case by then. Yeah, let's not do it on the twenty third. Yep, <laughs> but. Um, so yeah, her parents would let her have a couple because mm-hmm. um, she was fifteen. She's at yeah. home. She's with family. You'd want her to sort of start if she's going to start trying alcohol. Do it when yeah. she's safe with They're family. Being, like responsible yeah. parents. That's good parenting. Um, so Tammy started sort of slurring her speech and being tired and stuff. So her family just put it down to she's not drunk before. Let's just cut her off and yeah, you know, she's had obviously enough. Mm-hmm. Um, now everyone went to bed, um, but Tammy was a she was invited to stay up by with Paul and Carla to watch a movie with them. Okay, um, which obviously she was really excited for because you know it's her big sister. She wants to, yeah. You know, she's getting to stay up late with her big sister. Mm-hmm. Um, now they went down. They put on the movie, but Paul started getting frustrated that Tammy was still awake. Mm. Um, so he went and got her an orange juice because obviously like. You know, she'd been cut off of the eggnog yeah. Um And he added more crushed-up sedatives to the orange juice, mm-hmm. um, which then caused Tammy to pass out quite soon after that. Yeah. Poor so girl. I'm going to just try and get through this, because this mm-hmm. bit's absolutely horrible. Um, yeah. If, there, you know, you've got trigger warnings about, yeah. you know, rape of an unconscious, like, 15-year-old and her dying so yeah skip ahead for that for a, a few minutes ahead if you yeah, need this is to too much for you um so while tammy was unconscious um paul raped her um while mm-hmm. carla kept on putting a halothane soaked cloth over oh her face God. to ensure she wouldn't wake up wow so i looked into it because i was just like oh what's halothane mm-hmm. um halothane is twice as strong roughly as chloroform oh wow um and she got it again from her job at the you best probably don't need to fucking keep reapplying it that quickly no then. and it's like really closely regulated because it obviously too much of it can easily kill the person yeah and it's it restricts their airways if they have oh. too much as Ooh. well Ooh. um so once paul finished raping tammy mm-hmm. um he instructed Carla to rape her, which Wait, she what? did. Oh, what? I did not know that. No, neither did I what until I researched fuck? it. Yeah. So Carla oh raped God. her own sister while Paul recorded it. 
They recorded that as they well. They recorded this whole ordeal. What the fuck? Because he'd got his video camera, which he loved recording oh everything on. Oh, my God. Um, so Carla finished. Um, I won't go into details, which mm. I read because I wish that I could bleach my brain. Yeah. Um, so then Paul started raping Tammy again once Carla mm. had finished. Mm. Um, then absolutely disgustingly and it's so fucking infuriating Carla and Paul noticed that Tammy was choking on her own vomit because mm-hmm. obviously yeah. alcohol halothane everything yeah. threw up all of the pills she's been given at that point you'd be like okay we'll call 911 yeah right? you know it's still her fucking sister exactly. however awful and disgusting she's being yeah no they didn't they dressed what? Tammy first oh my god put her into her basement bedroom right hid the camcorder, stuck the duvet they were using on to wash, and then they rang 911. What the All fuck the is wrong with choking. them? Like, you could have the ambulance on their way and then yep. do all of that. Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. my god. So, the ambulance got there and mm. took Tammy to the hospital, mm-hmm. um, where sadly she was pronounced dead shortly after. Oh, so she was still alive when they came yeah. and... That's incredible that she was still alive. Yeah. So she could have been saved. She could have like, probably been saved. Oh my god. Um she also had from the halothane these like awful chemical burns to her face mm. from where Carla had been putting it against her ooh, face. Ooh, um ouch. and Paul just told people that they were carpet burns. Right. Yeah. It's Okay. <laughs> like again, if you've looked into the case you've probably seen a picture of Tammy. Um, and I saw a picture and there's no way that you could mistake them for mm. carpet burns. They're all over her cheek, her lips, oh. and they're just these red, raw patches of skin, mm. like a chemical oh. burn. Um, if I do put a picture on for this one, it would be, it would be behind a warning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just cause some people may obviously be interested and it's quite a key part to the case um, mm. I don't want to throw that at anyone with no warning no. at all um, so yeah and with all of that even with the chemical burns and everything mm-hmm. Tammy's death was ruled as accidental but just surely drinking the, too much and throwing up but surely the hospital should have been able to look at that and say you know this is no way carpet you burns would think this is so. a chemical burn where did that come from yeah but they didn't. They just accepted Paul and Carla's version of events. The parents were obviously beside themselves. They yeah. trusted Paul and Carla. Mm-hmm. Carla was their daughter as well. So they didn't ask for an autopsy no. or anything like God. that. But yeah, they're not going to... Again, as a parent or anything, you're not going to think, oh yeah, my child did this to their sibling. Yeah. It also oh. makes you wonder as well, because I was thinking about it. And Carla would have known from the vets that you don't put it, like, on skin and stuff because of burns. Yeah. Like, they surely would have to be careful not to get it on them at the vets. hmm So did she deliberately do it because she's jealous of Paul's infatuation yeah, with Tammy? Yeah, she wanted... Like, you think she wanted, wanted to, to kill her, her or, or disfigure her, yeah. Yeah, or kill her as, by accident. Mm. Like, this... She would know how much... Yeah. would likely overdose her sister. She'd know not to put it on her face. Mm, that's true. So yeah, maybe she... Yeah, there was that kind of vindictive, jealous, yeah. like... I, I'll get her out of the way, and mm, then Paul won't be able to be obsessed with her awful. anymore. Like, yeah, it's... Oh, 
Jesus. So the police who did attend um, the emergency call, they did question Carla and Paul, mm-hmm. um, who had said that they'd just fallen asleep on the sofa while watching a film, mm. that Tammy had been complaining of having trouble seeing, but they just put it down to too much alcohol. Um, they told them that they then woke up sometimes later in the night to sounds of Tammy choking. Right. The police officer was, while he was interviewing them, was confused as to why Tammy was then in her bedroom when the ambulance arrived. Yeah. If she'd been on the sofa exactly, with them. Yeah. Um, and also he was concerned around the red marks on her face that were the chemical mm-hmm. burns. Obviously he didn't know they were, but he thought that they didn't look like yeah, carpet good. burns. Yeah, Somebody who's being a little bit more sensible. But, again, it just wasn't pursued. Her death was ruled an accident and they didn't push it. The fuck? Um, and this bit's really, really sad. Um, I read as well while researching the case that that night when Tammy died, mm-hmm. um, I don't know how much truth there is to it, but it's heartbreaking if it is true, um, that Caroline, Caroline, sorry, um, Tammy and Carla's mum and that was mm-hmm. asleep that night, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and that she saw a figure at the foot of her bed calling for help. Um, the figure came closer and closer to her and she saw that it was Tammy and then she Aww. woke up. Oh my God. Which is heartbreaking. Yeah. That's true. Aww. And I know I said before about when sort of our granny died, sort of the dream I had where she yeah. sort of touched my shoulder in in the dream I was in her hospice room and I woke up to the news that she had died and it's just like... Yeah, I think... feels so reminiscent mm, of that. It's horrible. so sad. I don't know, I think there are things that we don't understand and we can't explain that go on sometimes. Yeah. So, again, there's no let-up in this case, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, God. Because every time you think it can't get worse and that maybe we'll sort of come out of this a little bit, (laughs) it doesn't. (laughs) So, after the death of Tammy, um, Paul and Carla again recorded themselves just a few weeks later mm-hmm. um, and this is what would later be termed as the fireside chat and played okay. in court um, you can get the transcript of this chat online mm. fireside chat that sounds yeah. like a sounds section really... from like married at first sight or something yeah. or something really cosy but yeah. it's horrific instead mm. um, so I've read the transcript online which is freely available um, but to sum it up because it horrific it makes you feel sick and it's just not nice at all you're Um, sparing us from some of it (laughs) yeah trying (laughs) you're not are you no oh great i mean i'm sparing you from some of it but But not the worst of it (laughs) so it starts with paul and carla naked in front of the fire down in the basement lounge room that um tammy died in well that they killed tammy in. yeah let's get that right Mm. so Carla on the video, she starts masturbating and then she starts playing with Paul. Okay. Um, She goes on to say that she loved Paul raping Tammy and taking her virginity. This was literally like a few weeks after she died. Two weeks roughly after she died. Right. Um, She tells him how it made her proud and horny and that she loved raping her sister too. Okay. So, you know, this is really showing that she was battered and coerced and forced into this. Yeah. No, my heart bleeds for you. Yeah. Um, Paul then asks her what she learned from raping her sister, to which Carla replies that she learned they both like little girls. Oh. 
that they both like to keep it in the family. Ah. And that the girls they rape in the future should be 13 so that they're still virgins. Right. Fucking ick. That's just disgusting. Yep. Ugh. Uh, she says that she'll help Paul get girls every weekend to rape if he wants and that she'd join in. Oh my god, she's like a fucking Myra Hindley. Yeah. Like, Jesus. She says that while she didn't give Paul her virginity, mm-hmm. she loves him enough to give him Tammy's. Right. Evil fucking bitch. Yeah. That's vile. Absolutely disgusting. It's not as vile as she gets. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yep. She takes a red rose that they've somehow got in the basement. I don't okay. fucking know why, but there's a fucking red rose there. You brought some props along. <laughs> yep. like. She rubs it all over Paul and tells him that it's exciting him and touching him everywhere intimate. So they'll go and put it on Tammy's grave. Oh. Like, they're not even fucking letting her rest oh in peace. Oh, my God. It's horrific. They are so sick. Yeah, and they're getting off on what they've yeah. done. Like, they're bringing it into their fucking sex play, mm. murdering her sister. Yeah. That is... I can't... I... That's so disgusting. Yeah. And I, just so, oh. like, that is both of them. That's yeah, not... That is not Tammy being coerced into that. They're both as fucking evil as each other. Yeah, you mean them. Oh, fucking hell. Carla. <laughs> yeah. Carla so being coerced. Yeah, it's not Carla, it's not Carla being, being coerced. Like, it's... she's actively taking part in yeah. that. Like, those aren't the sorts of things that... Like, there's no need for her to pretend that. No. Like, so she's not fucking pretending And she's that. coming up with these words. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, she also mentions that she wants to have four children with Paul so that he can rape them all. Mm. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that when you mentioned children. I was like, it, it's coming. You're, yeah. you're going to say that. So, oh. moving on, um, briefly, like quickly. Yeah, please. Um, she also mentions another girl, um, which I think is Jane Doe that we talk about later, okay. who they raped just a few days before Tammy. Oh. Um, they raped Jane Doe, it turns out. We'll talk about it more, but sort of that summer when they sort of first tried to rape Tammy and a few days before they raped Tammy again. Mm. Um, and they drugged her and she actually stopped breathing at one point. Oh, my God. Carla rings the emergency services mm-hmm. saying that she's... There's a... You know, they've got her there and she's choking and not breathing. Um, and then she rings the emergency services back after a couple of minutes saying, mm-hmm. all's fine. They'd, like, managed to res- resuscitate okay. her. Um... So, yeah. Now... You'd think they'd still send someone. Yeah. <laughs> I you, don't know. A welfare like, check? Yeah. Because, like, back then, it wasn't as though we were as stretched with our emergency no. services as now. I could kind of understand it now, to be like, okay, we don't have the people to spare, but back like, then, you yeah. Thought, yeah, someone would at least have come around to be like, okay, we'll check them over, or... Yeah. yeah. Um. So, the video at this point then cuts to... Tammy's room mm-hmm. and Paul and Carla film themselves having sex on Tammy's bed while Carla's wearing Tammy's clothes and pretending to be her oh my fucking god yeah it literally does it never ends it never it fucking just... ends it's one oh. it's just such a horrific case mm. and there's so much to cover and I'm going to be so 
glad, shit, sorry, playing with a can here at the same time because <laughs> I'm feeling quite anxious and stressed with this case. Um, and yeah, I'll be really glad when this one's done and dusted and yeah. I can move on to not a less horrific one because they're all horrific, but a less heavy, yeah, long going one. Yeah, one that's not just like a battering ram of misery and ugh. for three weeks. I'm yeah. so sorry, people. God, yeah. Um, so after the fireside chat, um, Paul and Carla move out of Carla's house and move into a rented bungalow together not too far away. Okay. Now, at the bungalow, Paul and Carla get a puppy. Oh, please tell me they're nice to the puppy. Carla is. No. It's a Rottweiler that they called Buddy. Okay. And oh, I love Rottweiler. And it's so cute. Rottweilers are one of my favourite breeds. And Carla, like, adored Buddy. So mm-hmm. I, she, everyone says she loved animals and she yeah. seemed to really love Buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Paul didn't. <clears throat> Right. Paul didn't like the mess that he'd make being a puppy and yeah, fucking train to him toilet then, train and stuff. So um, he would just lock him in a dog cage in their basement. That which is was just so fucking cruel. Sick. It's just like oh, out of sight, out of yeah. mind. You vile piece of shit. Yeah. Like again, I, I hate everything that he fucking yeah. does. But he's also an absolute cunt to mm-hmm. this poor little puppy yeah. too on animal, top of it all animal abusers have like a special place in the he's depths an animal of hell. abuser he's a child abuser mm. how the fuck he's not well he's only reason he's not being killed in prison yet is because he's in like solitary uh, for his own protection for 23 and a half hours a day so he's a fucking spineless piece of shit who can't actually face what he's done exactly because he knows that he'd actually get proper justice handed to him preferably very slowly i'm not an advocate (laughs) for that but sometimes the prison the prison the prison (laughs) system is very good at people taking the fucking trash out Mm -hmm. like gee i no animal abuse is just i don't care like that there's no excuse for it ever no, like, animal or children abuse. No. Just like anything, like they're innocent. Yeah, you did not have to get that puppy. That puppy only exists and is doing this because you yeah. got it. Same with children. So mm. I cannot stand parents that abuse their children because it's just mm. like they're in this world because of you. How dare you fucking do that to yeah. them? Oh my god. Um. So yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> when can we stop? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get through it. <laughs> Okay, so now we're on the 15th of June, 1991. Mm-hmm. So in Burlington, which is like a 35-minute drive away from Paul and Carla's, okay. um, there's a 14-year-old called Leslie Mahaffey. Mm-hmm. Now, Leslie left her friend's house um, very late um, that night on the 15th of June. Yeah. Um, and when she got home, the door was locked as she was well past her curfew. Mm. So like, it was her parents' way of just like giving her consequences. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, she was going through that rebellious teenage stage, and they were like, at their wits' ends, and just like, well, perhaps if we lock the door, she'll yeah. learn a lesson oh, this time. Oh, God. And then something's going to happen to her, because she's in the case, and that those parents are going to be racked with guilt forever. Yeah. God. So, she couldn't get into her house, obviously, so she phoned a friend to ask if she could stay with them mm-hmm. for the night, um, but the friend told her no, that, you know, her parents wouldn't let that happen. Mm-hmm. Um... And Paul then drives by and sort of uses his charm and everything to make mm. her feel comfortable Oof. 
And then he forces her into his car. Great. How old did you say she was? Fourteen. 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 Fucking hell. Um, now, because she was described as a rebellious teenager at the time, police and everyone initially thought that she was just a runaway. Um, and nobody suspected uh-huh. there was anything worse. Which, even if you think they're just a fucking runaway, better safe than sorry. And actually put in the fucking manpower to make sure. Yeah. Like, even if they are... If they have run away, that's still not safe. That's no. not, like, okay. And why are they running away then? Like, yeah. you don't run away if your life is fine and dandy. No. <laughs> so, exactly two weeks later, on the 29th of June, mm-hmm. um, so two weeks from um, Leslie getting abducted, Paul and Carla get married. Okay. Um, it was a wedding that guests described as being ridiculously over the top. <laughs> okay. Um, that... <laughs> Uh, Paul and Carla thought they were a prince and a princess. Oh Over the top in like a good way or in like a, oh my God, this wedding is like Just horrendous. like really garish. Oh no. Um, that sounds like them though. Yeah. Can imagine it. Um, the wedding was only six months after they'd killed Tammy. Um, and Carla was remembered as saying that the show must go on. Oh, yes, you poor tragic little damsel. She wrote a letter to a friend two months after Tammy's death, um, which I will quote the main parts from it just Mm -hmm. now, just to give you... I'm going to want to jump out the window, aren't I? Yeah. Like, Like it's a shame she's not here to punch. Yeah. So she writes in this letter to this friend, because woe is her, Mm. fuck my parents. What? My father doesn't even want us to have a wedding anymore. He thinks we should just go to City Hall. Screw that. We're having a good time. If he wants to sit at home and be miserable, he's welcome to. He hasn't worked except for one day since Tammy died. He's wallowing in his own misery. Yeah, because his fucking child died just before Christmas. Yep. Two days before fucking Christmas. Yeah. His, like, barely a teenager child. Yeah. Like... Oh my god! Like, yeah, he's just wallowing. Hell, what a what a weak person. Why is he not over it yet? Yeah, like I hate her. Mm-hmm. Like literally hate her. And she says that like oh no, she was coerced and forced into all this by Paul. I'm sorry. What fucking person does not care that their sister has fucking died and just yeah. wants to have their big ass wedding? Yeah, and like mocks their parents yeah. essentially for being grief stricken. Yeah. Like, I think it's very easy to kind of think there'd be traction in sort of her being an abused victim if you don't look into all the, all of the yeah. in-depth bits of the case. But once you do, oh my... I no way, I no way. I started researching it, I was a bit like, oh, well, maybe she was, maybe. Mm. Sort of, there's some credence to that. And then you research and you're just like, fucking hell no, she's just an evil fucking psychotic Yeah. Just somehow person. two pieces of shit found each other. Yep. Like, like mm. yeah, okay, Paul treated her like shit, mm-hmm. but she is no fucking angel herself. No. Like, like, not mm. excusing how Paul treated her, but also she's that doesn't take away from yeah. the fact that she is evil herself. Even if he'd treated her be, like wonderfully, mm. they would have done horrific fucking yep. things. Yeah. So, back to their wedding. Now, in a ironic twist of fate, um, the same day as their wedding, just 18 miles away from the venue, mm-hmm. um, a local man called Bill Greckle, which I love his surname, <laughs> <Greckle. laughs> um, was at Lake Gibson, which is right near Niagara Falls. Okay. 
Um, now he was out enjoying the wonderful weather and having beers and canoeing with friends and his wife, which just sounds like oh my a God, lovely fucking day. That sounds so good. Yep. Oh my God. So he launched his canoe into the lake um, and then he noticed that there were these like blocks of concrete that were just off the shore and one of them, which is what caught his attention, had been like broken in half. Okay. So he was like, like I would be, I think, and probably you would be, he was intrigued. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, go have a look at that. That's a bit out mm-hmm. of the ordinary. So he goes over to it and prods it with his like canoe paddle oar thing. Okay, yeah, that's what Don't I'd do. I wouldn't like... <laughs> paddle. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't touch it. But yeah, I'd like use something yeah. to kind of... Um, and it was at this point that he noticed there was like blood over it. Ooh. Um, he looked closer and in between the crack he noticed that there was a footing case in it. Ugh. Which I'm glad it out, wasn't like I a don't face. Like feet. Oh. <laughs> See, I'd be okay with like a body part, but if it was like a head or something, that yeah. would ugh. Ugh. No. Things that look at you I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> don't like feet either. <laughs> so Bill quickly calls over two other men that were fishing nearby and they managed to like turn the slabs of concrete over. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, if I saw a foot, I would just be like, "I'm calling the police." I wouldn't be faffing about with it. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> sure. They do. Um, and when they turned them over, it exposed the torso of a teenage girl. Oh. So they, at this point, they're like, "Well, we're okay. really the police." Because the foot wasn't enough. They're like, "I don't know. Sometimes feet are just in concrete." <laughs> Maybe they. Just, <laughs> they could have thought it's a mannequin foot. <laughs> God. Yeah. Um. So. While this was all going on, um, Paul and Carla were having their wedding. And one of the guests that I think was Laurie's boyfriend at the time, so the remaining sister that was still mm-hmm. alive. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about her. Yeah. She, um, she? He said that he remembers it being, like, all over the news. There was rolling coverage. And they mm. were playing it on the TVs at the bar of Paul and um, Carla's wedding. Huh. Like, again, how fucking sociopathic are you? That can be playing on the TVs of your wedding and you're you're not acting worried, you're not falling apart, anxious, you are enjoying your day and everyone thinks you are this happy... Like, perfect perfect couple, Perfect couple with no cares in the world. Mm. Yeah. To be able to put on that facade... Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, the way everyone looked at them was kind of like, oh, this, like, blessed couple yeah. like they're just this beautiful perfect couple like, like even if they don't feel bad for what they've done to leslie mm. and carla's sister at this point how are they carrying on and not being worried unless they are completely fucking yeah. devoid of any sort mm-hmm. of emotion which i guess they it are seems like they are yeah so <laughs> over the next few weeks um police divers search the lake and find more blocks of concrete um, mm-hmm. and recover more parts of Leslie. Um, the only way that they're able to tell it was her was via dental records. Aww. So Lord. they sadly don't get any leads with Leslie's murder um, and nine months pass and they're just no closer mm. to finding out who's done it. It's a weird question maybe. Maybe I'm being thick. Okay. <laughs> but when they use dental records, how do they find them? Is there, like, a database of, like, dentist records? No, when, like... you, when you go to the dentist, they take x-rays and that, don't they, of your teeth? Yeah, sometimes. But so like, then they've used those to But, like, how together. do they... Because they can't just be like, oh, 
any dentists send us your ex- like is there like a database of dentist records no I think they just go to that person's dentist but how do they know that's their well, dentist well they don't ask they but they, they have the to identify them by dental records how do they know who they are to go to the dentist I'm to guessing, get the <laughs> I'm guessing when they're looking for a missing person and there's a body recovered that could be them, mm. they then compare it to all the dental records. I guess records that makes sense. Could be. Just because sometimes they find bodies and they're like, oh, they found out who it was through dental records. And I, it's yeah. never occurred to me before. But I was like, how do they know which dental records to match them up with? Yeah. I, I, don't, I might just be being really stupid. I think it's just, yeah, they, they'd be put with the missing, like in a database with mm. the missing person and they'd get their dentist records from their yeah. dentist and then That makes them. sense, I guess. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, don't hold it. me to this. If you do know yes, how uh, this is done, please let us know. Yeah, send us a message and like explain it. We'd be really interested. We'll give you contact details at the end of this episode. We will. Yes, <laughs> exciting. <laughs> But anyway, sorry, that was just Back a, onto it. a bit of a <laughs> tangent. So yeah, um, for nine months, they don't have any leads. Um, and then the 16th of April, 1992, another young teenage girl was abducted. Aww. So this was Christian <laughs> Kristen French, mm-hmm. who was 15. Um, she was abducted outside a church near her house in broad daylight oh, wow. as she was walking home from school. They're getting really brazen. Yeah. So Paul and Carla pulled their car up to the church car park and Carla um, just sort of asked, pretended that she needed directions from Kristen and asked her for help. Mm-hmm. Paul then attacked Kristen from behind, forcing her into the car at Aww. knife point. Um as you say, it was in the middle of the afternoon yeah. and there were actually witnesses to this abduction. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and so, unlike with Leslie, straight away it was taken, like, seriously. Good. Um, another heartbreaking tidbit, because I'm full of them. Yeah. Um, Kristen's mum went to the church car park and saw one of Kristen's shoes. Oh. And so at that point she just knew. Yeah. Oh, bless her. So... Obviously, with it being dealt with as an abduction straight away, there was just like a massive outpouring of support um, from people Mm -hmm. that wanted to help bring her home safe. Um, So they organised searches of the area, and one of the searches had 2,200 people show up to help. Wow. Now, one of Carla's co-workers at the vets was the same age as Kristen, um, Mm -hmm. and she had met Paul several times while he was picking Carla up from work because Paul didn't want Carla driving. Of course not. Nope. Anyway, women shouldn't drive. It makes their ovaries fall out their bodies. Exactly. <laughs> that was the actual belief, wasn't they it? They can't go at speeds above like walking. <laughs> uh, our bodies aren't designed for it. <laughs> God. Um, now, he took to asking this co-worker to come hang out with him and Carla. And would get like more and more persistent as time went on. Mm-hmm. Um, but the co-worker said it really creeped her out because like they're so much older than her. Like even Carla's like several years older than her. Paul's even more so. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, "Well, why the fuck would they want to hang out with me? I'm a teenager." Yeah. Which so many teenagers don't have that awareness. No, they think like, "Oh my god, that makes like... me so cool." And yeah, just, like... like they think I'm grown up. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um, So she, bless her, she would make excuses every time as to why she couldn't, which just like, again, it's like that gut feeling she's got that she's listening to. That's like, what a, like, not people who are 
taken like, in taken by in it aren't and, clever no. but like what a really yeah like just switched on yeah, yeah. sort of street smart and just mm. sort of confident in herself that no like she should be listening to her gut mm-hmm. so at the time of Kristen's abduction this co-worker would talk to Carla about it which like you would it's mm-hmm. like probably all people are talking about yeah um, and she would also invite Carla to come to the candlelit vigils with her. Oh. Uh, Carla would always, like, say, maybe, that she hoped she could make it, mm-hmm. um, and, but she never actually turned up yeah. to any. Um, but she'd also go on about how awful it was, how horrible and tragic that Kristen had been abducted. Yes, it And was. how she just <laughs> was hoping and praying that Kristen would be found safe. You piece of shit. Yep. So, obviously, she knew exactly where she fucking was Mm because she was tied up at her and Paul's house getting tortured and raped. Oh. So she's still alive. Yeah, they kept her alive for three days. Oh, wow. Um, On the 30th of April, again, it always makes me uncomfortable and freaked out. Like, the case is awful as it is, but just when there's just odd little ironic coincidences throughout mm-hmm. them so with leslie her body was found exactly two weeks from when she was abducted yeah and, and on with their Chris, wedding yeah <laughs> and then with Kristen, her body was found exactly two weeks after oh, her right. abduction okay which is just freaky yeah like it's not kind of by design but it is a weird coincidence yeah. um now she, her body was found in a wooded area just off of the road and she was naked and in a fetal position which oh. just makes my heart break yeah. um that's such a like fragile kind of like childish Child-like kind of pose. yeah um now her hair had been cut off oh so remember with the scarab of rapist when i said remember that paul liked to keep pubic and head hair oh, as oh i'd forgotten about that i told you to remember it i know i tried to not <laughs> um carla said they cut off Kristen's hair to make iding her harder which, like, how the fuck would that make it hard yeah, to ID no. her? Like, Everyone would just be like, oh, yeah, that's her. She's got her hair cut. Yeah. It's not like, you know, with superheroes no. when you put, like, an eye mask Exactly. If I cut my hair, I'm assuming you'd recognise me. Yeah. Like, I, I would hope so. Yeah. Just be like, there's Becca. Where's her hair gone? Exactly. Yeah. And, like, you I know, have very long hair. You know, if you ever do those <laughs> sort of, like, um, what is it, locks for oh, princess yeah. locks, whatever, where you cut them off for children going through cancer, it'll be mm. like... Who's that coming through yeah. your door? <laughs> your youngest just screams and runs away. <laughs> but yeah, so that was Carla's bullshit excuse that it would make IDing her harder. Right. But I'm sorry, I think it's more fucking likely that Paul wanted it as a memento. That's with true. With what he did as the yeah. scarab rapist. And also, like, it's sort of... Degrading with, Yeah, like, well. with a lot of misogynists, they kind of see that as, yeah, like, degrading a woman. That's what makes you woman. feminine. And, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, almost straight away, interestingly, police believed that there was a link between the murders of Kristen and Leslie, um, which shocked me when I read it at first, because, like, their MO seems to be quite different. Like, mm. Leslie was dismembered, Kristen was not. Um, yeah. So, I was a bit like, oh, I wonder, like, what made them think that they're related so quickly mm. when... Normally, if, if you if you dismember someone, you dismember other people. You yeah, switch up disposal methods mm. that much as well. 
Um, but forensic examiners actually noticed similarities and connections between the state of Kristen's body and findings from Leslie's autopsy. Oh. So, like, you've got the ligature marks from when Paul had, like, put the electrical mm-hmm. wire around victims while raping them. And the fact that they were, both of them raped orally, anally and vaginally. Oh. And also they had really similar blunt force injuries, like, on their backs. Okay. Oh, wow. Go, like investigators yeah. connecting that well, I was actually really impressed with that yeah because they're not the most obvious connectors no. in many senses like. so now then with this case there was a complete twist in it really in the on the 27th of December so just after Christmas mm-hmm. and everything just sort of starts unravelling for Paul so Carla got severely beaten by him with a flashlight um, okay. around that period of time yeah so she goes back into work at the beginning of January because, mm-hmm. like, again, with holidays, like, abuse and physical abuse and mental abuse, to be fair as well, mm. ramps up a lot around yeah. holiday times. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went back into work and she actually told co-workers she was in a car accident because she was wow. that badly beaten. Oh, she was so badly beaten she had to have, like, that good a reason. Yeah, it was a car accident. Wow. So, obviously, co-workers are very, very concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually called Carla's family, not Paul, because obviously yeah. you'd like, hang on a minute. Exactly, yeah. So they called Carla's family um, to take her home. Mm. But Carla insists first on going back to her and Paul's house saying she had to find something. Right. Which I'm guessing she was looking for the tapes. Yeah. Of them recording what they did to Mm. um, Kristen, Leslie and um, Tammy. That's true, yeah. So, oh, she does not deserve anyone's sympathy. I'm so mad that she's like having people looking after her right now. Um, So her parents then take her to the hospital because they're obviously really concerned. Mm -hmm. Um, And Carla spoke to police and actually told them, okay, fine, yes, it was Paul and I'm, like, a victim of domestic abuse. Uh So they sort of prosecute him for that, but not much really comes of it. But Carla doesn't go back to their house. She stays living with um, her parents, I Mm -hmm. believe. Now, a month later, Steve Irwin makes an appearance again. Steve Irwin's back. Quirky. Um, (laughs) Brocky, <laughs> mate. He gets a call telling him that there's a match for the Scarborough rapist. Ooh. That's an awful accent. That was <laughs> a little bit more Cockney than. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, <laughs> he gets this. I'm just trying to make it more light-hearted. <laughs> um, so the match was with Paul's DNA, which they'd collected 26 months prior. Wow, blimey. <laughs> core <laughs> blimey um, mate now Steve Irwin just couldn't believe it um, <laughs> what? I don't know <laughs> what is that from I don't know um, but he just felt awful at the same time like he was just like he couldn't believe it he was just like oh yes we've finally got our break but at the same time he just felt so guilty and like yeah. him and the system had failed the victims mm-hmm. especially when it comes out later about Leslie and yeah. Kristen oh but Steve couldn't have done anything no. better he's trying so hard he felt that it was his fault for not pushing hard enough for not asking Paul different questions mm. and for not pushing for the DNA to be tested sooner but again he didn't think it was a likely suspect Yeah, um, but he said he's going to feel guilty with it until the day he dies oh, which bless him, him. so at this point obviously with Paul being pretty much guaranteed to be the Scarborough rapist you mm-hmm. know um, 
the police asked Carla to come and talk to them. Um, she was initially, like, really uncooperative. Um, but she did tell them, okay, yeah, Paul is the scarred rapist. Um, oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. he also raped and killed Leslie and Kristen. Don't know if you knew about that. Right. Um, and, yeah, no, he recorded it and he's still got the tape somewhere. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Just like, and you're only just telling us now? Yeah. I'd be a bit like, and why didn't you tell us sooner? Exactly. That you knew about this for how long? Yep. So, 17th of February, Paul is arrested finally. Good. And police obtained a search warrant for his and Carla's house. Mm -hmm. But with no direct evidence of linking Paul to the murders beside what Carla's saying. Um... And obviously the fact that he's the Scarborough rapist. Mm-hmm. The search warrants were really limited. So they cited things like they couldn't damage the house. Um, damage to the house had to be minimal. Yeah. Um, they couldn't like rip out walls to try and find the tapes. Okay. And if they did find the tapes, they had to be viewed at the house initially to make sure that they were in fact evidence. Right. Okay. So, in but the, didn't Carla go and get like? Didn't you say she was maybe looking for the? She tapes was looking when for she went. Them. Yeah, but she had not been there since Paul beat her. Yeah, so he could have easily moved True. them. But then why but tell them do. about these tapes? Because she was in them. I literally like, they put that in my notes her. later. I was just like, but surely they'd show her being like. Yeah, they show her literally well. like raping her own sister and things yeah. like that. I don't know. So what? Like, maybe she did just want to get Paul caught that badly. Yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't care. Like, cutting off her nose is by her face. I don't care what happens to me. I'll paint you out to be worse and fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, investigators spent ten weeks searching the house, listening for the tent. Ten weeks searching a house. The tapes, yeah. (laughs) I cannot talk today. It's this, it's this cold medicine or something. Um, and they were also like looking for other any other evidence they could get. Mm-hmm. So they took up carpets because that wasn't damaging the house. Yeah. And um, to look for blood, they also like amazing cleaning service. <laughs> they hoovered the whole house. Oh. To try and like collect fibres yeah. and hair and stuff, huh. but still. But yeah, they were just there like cleaning for ten yeah. weeks. <laughs> um. And yeah, they looked everywhere that they could reasonably look or think to look, but they just didn't find the tapes. Oh. Like, and frustratingly. Mm. Now, during the time that they were sort of searching the house with their search warrant and everything, um, police believed that Carla was a victim herself. Mm-hmm. And as well as being a victim herself, that she was like their best chance of prosecuting Paul and like their star witness. Yeah. And so they treated her as such. Um and yeah. She asked for total immunity to the crimes. I mean at that point you'd start to be like, right. And why do you need total immunity? Yeah, this is interesting. Um if you're the abused party here, why? Yeah. So they didn't agree to that. Good. Um but they told her that she would get a like really reduced sentence for any part she played um, if she testified against her husband right. because they believed that she was coerced into doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So with that agreement, Carla started talking like a little canary, but a <laughs> lying, deceitful one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> a little lying, deceitful canary. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, she told them that Paul would drive around at night stalking young women and looking for his next victim. Mm-hmm. And that Paul's <coughs> fantasy was to have sex slaves, as we've mentioned. Yeah. yeah. That he was no longer content to just rape someone once, but he needed to keep people captive and able to rape them again and again. Yeah. So she mm-hmm. told them about Leslie's kidnapping and that she'd been abducted right outside her house by Paul, which again, like, okay, well, she must be telling the like know what happened because mm. that I, I don't, I'm not sure that many people knew that she'd been taken right outside yeah. her home like that. <clears throat> um, she said that Paul woke Carla up in the middle of the night to tell her there was a girl in the basement and not to worry. Like, what? what? Yeah, uh, if someone woke me up saying that, I'd just be like, okay, fine, Do back you know, to sleep. Probably was just like, yeah, no, in our shed in the garden, yeah, there's a girl. Um, don't worry when you see her in the morning. Yeah, it's fine. I just abducted her. Yeah. Like, what? I don't think I'd be okay with that. I, I'm not sure many people no. would. What the fuck? Yeah, but she just accepted it and went back to sleep. Like As a you do. fucking psychopath. Yep. Now, in the tapes of Carla's interviews with the police um it's horrible because you can watch some of them Mm. um at one point Carla like really matter-of-factly tells police that Leslie was very scared when she was kidnapped by them you'd expect so no shit and that she probably knew she was going to die lovely like great Carla yeah and you're okay with that Mm. um she just even if she hadn't participated in the rapes and the torture and everything, which she did, yeah. but even if she hadn't, like, what a vile, shit, fucking human to just sit back, not give any fucks, and mm-hmm. not help Leslie or Kristen. Yeah, exactly. Just, I'm sorry, no person who's got any humanity in them would do that. No. Jesus. But she's just like, well, no, this makes me look like a decent person, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. kind of shows just how out of touch with reality she is. Yeah. Because she's like, oh no, that's fine. (laughs) Um, Carla then goes on to describe how Leslie would just cry and cry. um, And that she would just say over and over that she wanted to see her baby brother again. Oh. So, horrifically, I'm going to try and just get through this bit. Mm. Carla gave Leslie a teddy to cuddle and then Paul strangled her. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Paul denies that. Paul says that no, let um Carla overdosed her with sedatives okay. to, to deliberately kill her. But whichever one of those happened, you are vile. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, okay, you won't see your baby brother again. Here's Teddy Bear to cuddle and we'll kill you. Yeah. That's oh I my just god. I can't. Literally mm-hmm. cannot. Oh I fucking forgot this in my oh, notes um, it's something you forgot and you think it's awful it, it is really awful good. they killed Leslie on Father's Day um, oh Carla had her family to, over to celebrate that day what? and at one point Carla's mum went to go down to the basement to get something and Paul and Carla stopped her because Leslie's body was still down there just down in their basement on Father's Day yeah. just like oh yeah we'll kill this kid that we abducted yeah. and then we'll they killed her before her family came over and then when they left they dismembered her and put her in the concrete Jesus which just I can't wow so Carla then told police that after Leslie's murder she started going out with Paul while he was stalking for his next victim mm-hmm. and that it was on one of those trips that they abducted Kristen mm. Um, they kept Kristen, as I said, alive for three days. 
torturing her and degrading wow. her horrifically um, before murdering her as well. Oh. Like, even I'm, like, struggling yeah. with this shit now. God. Um, so, during this time, um, Carla told investigators that she had wanted to help Kristen, but that she just couldn't. Right, yeah. Bullets, like, if you actually gave a fuck, you'd leave with her out yeah. of the house. like, you could let her out of the house. You could leave escape. as well. Yeah. Like, ugh. Um... She said that she had considered Leslie and Kristen as friends because they did so much together. What? While they were held fucking captive by you, you psycho bitch. What the hell? Um, She said that they'd do activities like putting makeup on for each other and having girly talks. Oh my fucking God. Maybe they were hoping that you would have a bit of humanity in you, recognise that they are little girls and let them the fuck go. Yeah, I don't think... It's not like they were there... Because they were enjoying themselves. They weren't like, having this jolly sleepover with you. No. I, oh, my God. Yep. I'm just, mm. like, literally incensed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, luckily, this is where we ended for this week. Oh, thank because God. Because I don't think I can take anything Exactly. Else. It's just shit after shit after shit. Yeah. There is no let up in this case. God. Um, Please keep on listening to us. Yeah, please do. Um, we can't tell you it gets better, but we, you know, so, we can go through it together. <laughs> um, one final thing that I did want to end on was that um, there was an interview the police had with one of Paul's childhood friends after he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this friend, their ID's always been kept anonymous, but they are referred to as Mark. Okay. So they saw on the news that Paul had been arrested um, for the Scarborough rapes and they were... Um, also investigating him for Leslie and Kristen's murders. Yeah. Um, so Mark phoned up the police and asked to come and speak to them. Mm-hmm. So police spoke to Mark for about eight hours. Um, and during this time, both police and Mark came to realise that Mark had actually been over at Paul and Carla's several times while Kristen was held captive there. Oh, okay. Mark was totally unaware, um, and police didn't consider him involved yeah. or suspect or anything at mm. all. Um, but he was just utterly horrified that yeah. he didn't know and that he hadn't helped um, mm. Kristen. Um, and he told the police that the reason why he thought no one would notice the girls mm. being over there is that Paul, as you said, would often shut Buddy down in the basement, the puppy. Um, so any noise that people heard coming from the basement, yeah. people put down to being the just dog, Buddy yeah. down there. Oh, that's awful. So, yeah, and I think that is enough horror and yeah. just depression for this week. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think it's more than enough. Yeah. It was enough five minutes in. Um, (laughs) But yeah, please like us, um, follow us and listen and share us. Um, And you can email us at um, theweirdsisterspodcast at gmail.com. That's weird is W-Y-R-D. Yeah, weird with a Y. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if you've got any suggestions or comments or anything like that, uh, you can also find us on Facebook. I believe we're at the Weird Sisters podcast. Yeah. Again, weird, (laughs) (laughs) W-Y-R-D. And we're also on Instagram as well, which is the Weird Sisters podcast on Instagram. There's a theme here. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) And yeah, we would love to hear from you. Love to, yeah. So we will 
received part three. Thank so God it's the end. Part three next week. It, it the should end next week. It should be the end. Should next be. Week. Oh God, I don't like that word. Should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still talking about the interrogations and the um, uh, the trial next week, um, and also where Paul and Carla are now. Um, wonderful. But I, I, I think we will strive to fit it all in next week yeah. I can't take another week no we don't need a literal month no <laughs> alright we will catch you next week yes yeah, see you later guys see you later bye, bye.